This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. On the road again. I Mm. can't believe we're on the road again. Oh, man. It was wonderful, wasn't it? It's so good to be out there eating shitty hotel food, (laughs) getting liquid shits, having fun. We went into a limo. It made Marcus's tummy hurt. He couldn't handle the class. But we had a good time. We loved it. We're trashy, classy people. What was fun about riding a limo... From Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> down to Cincinnati, Ohio, was all of the, first of all, Bengals fans were amazed. They were amazed. There, was a, there was a guy in full, to an older couple, full Bengals Both gear. of them. Both of them. More like Bungles. Whoa, gotcha. buddy. Gotcha. But they were like pointing at the limo like, there they go. Ariana Grande. Look at them. I bet it's Mariana Grande in there. Ariana Grande. Also, there was a motorcyclist who was pretty impressed with our limo. Oh, yeah. And we were pretty impressed with his ride. Oh, yeah, and then we man, could have had just, a real hot action scene. And then when we get out of that limo, which I think is really funny, yeah. is that it shows the democratic nature of money in this whole world. <laughs> where we got out of this limo and you saw everybody that saw us come out of the limo just be like, wow, hmm. anybody can get a limo. Hmm. I like, thought you had to yeah. be famous to have one. Looks like Mumford ate his son. <laughs> Isn't this great? Isn't that wonderful? Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, yeah. hanging out with Henry. Yep. We had such a wonderful time this past weekend. Thanks to everyone who came out to the shows in Detroit, Columbus, and beautiful Cincinnati. We did take a limo, and it was so comical. At the end of our trip, the limo driver's like, should I pull into the hotel? And we're like, sure. Right, yeah, do whatever, man. So he knocks over a cone on the way in, and he gets into this really very roundabout. Tight space. It's very a roundabout, tight. right? And then so we're checking in, and then I get a text from Henry be like, limo driver stuck in the... Uh, stuck. <laughs> He's just going... Ur, ur. <laughs> like doing like a 1200 point turn trying to get out of the roundabout it was incredible it just shows man the power of a limo because everyone just watch it because of course no one could park no so he took over the entire valet section people were honking at him and shit i uh, just seen a bunch of just irate cincinnati 50 year old couples it's kind of like it's like gasoline for my soul it was wonderful but thank you truly to everyone who came out we hope you enjoyed the show And uh, we just had a wonderful time. All right. We have a bunch of news to get to this week. Let's start with a bit of, we have two updates. We do. One update, um, dare I say, sometimes 
The law finds a way. I mean, there's a difference between what's legal and what's right. Absolutely correct. Michigan parents, man, their kid, he was staying at home. He was 30 years he was. old. He oh, got to yeah. get the heck out of there. Oh, yeah. His parents thought they had a way to get him out by throwing away his $30,000 porn collection. Well, now we know it's their $30,000 porn collection because that's what a judge <laughs> gave him in awards. His parents have to pay him thirty. Mm-hmm. Thousand dollars for giving for throwing out his vintage porn. Mm-hmm. David Working, he is forty-three. Actually, won wow. the lawsuit against his parents. Forty-three years 43. old. Forty-three. Yes, he lived at their Grand Haven There's home no for winners ten here. months. No, no winners whatsoever. Working lived at their Grand Haven home. Uh, his parents for ten months after a divorce. I wonder what ripped them apart i mean one page at a time i don't know it I is don't literally know. the end of a marriage with a million paper cuts but why, and the paper though, is full of boobies why would porn end <laughs> your relationship i guess having a honey collection- i've got to go down to the basement again and then she's just up there lonely and sad looking at gerard butler films just wondering what else she could have had as opposed to a cum basted husband who is looking at old porno this is the thing he's either constantly masturbating and it's ruined their sex life or david working this man he better be working to afford all of this shit <laughs> david working it might be one of those i guess that's why th- that he w- he went balls to the wall in court because he said it was vintage, vintage. that this was his collection he wouldn't sully <laughs> that porn collection by doing such as something as low as masturbating to it well, that was his americana t- traveling through Amer- that was his um, that was his tribute to middle america well and i think you could look at a uh, the lens of history through pornography i don't see that as not an insightful angle i think there could be something there. oh absolutely and in david workings to his credit he must like pubes he really must because back in the day ooh, it's a jungle out there absolutely and i am pro pube i like to see a pube i don't know why all of these women have to look like turkeys on thanksgiving so. i like women with whatever they want absolutely another good point henry zabrowski hashtag woke hashtag <laughs> too cool so I'll take it wherever David Working's parents, yeah, they threw out the porno because they figured maybe that was why he got a divorce. And the more that I Man. hear about the story, because I was under the uh, assumption that he was kind of living with them for an elongated period of time. Guy's going through a divorce. He is. He already lost his wife. And because she didn't want the porn collection in the divorce. That's one of those great things about having stuff your significant other hates. Yes. Unless they take it in pure spite, <laughs> which could also happen. Oh, for certain. So 10 months, I think his parents, they need to be a little bit more sympathetic to their loser son who couldn't keep the marriage together. And for them to throw away the porno collection, I'm actually in favor of what the judge did here. Is kicking a man while he's down. But the definition of it, and it's kicking him in the crotch because those are his, not just, those aren't his papers. It's his memories. Those are his memories. Those are his friends. It's like, I remember when I jerked off to this magazine. It was December 19... 98 that's the barbie twins perhaps or something to do with jennifer uh mccarthy jenny mccarthy yeah holy shit yeah wow now that i think of it these are wonderful memories absolutely they are wonderful memories so working's parents also must pay the 14,500 damn near 15 grand to their son's attorney so this was a forty-five thousand dollar lesson that they thought they were teaching their son. Seriously. But sometimes doesn't the student become the teacher? And in this case, the son 
is indeed the victor. So, oh yeah. So this is oh, there's a little bit more, uh, and the, more of the context of the uh, the original fight was. This is what I, I forgot about this. The son was living with them after his divorce. One day they got into an argument about shit, and then the police were actually called. So oh. you remember that they actually had kind of a a, a cont- very heated relationship. The police advised him to not come back to the property. That is when he went. He moved to Indiana, so he moved out right, and that's when they he left all of his shit at the house mm. and that's when the parents really went through everything and, and this is about spite this is psychological warfare i completely agree and i'm on the side of the child who is 46 and porn addicted i remember the dad said or don't remember i'm recalling here the dad said in an email frankly david i did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff and it's like you didn't because you cost him a lot of money also who'd you give it to yeah what happened is some he garbage threw it out. Ma- yeah but then yeah, you know who finds it then? The little rascals. And the little rascals go, and then they jerk off all over town. It's better and than them committing crimes. And if you little rascals, that is a crime. No, no, it's not. Oh little rascals are allowed to jerk masturbation off is a crime. It's public be- masturbation sure, is a sure, 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 sure. But it's better than, I don't know, surrounding me in a group and taking everything that I have in my pockets. Or what like, if they or all beat me with their skateboards. These or surrounding my car so I can't get out of the parking lot. And all of a sudden, I have to kill these children. Those are your personal stories. Now imagine all of them doing that. Plus one jerking off. <laughs> I mean, at least I'd be like, that's love. Yeah, I guess so. All right. So that's an update. The Michigan parents, they've lost the war against porn and their son. God. He can. Uh, well, he's never going to get it back, is he? No, he's not. Unless, he's going to have to make new memories. Unless he goes and he starts digging in trash cans. And now all of a sudden they've made their son the guy who digs through cra- trash cans for old looking porno. for his old pornography. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just hope just that. It, ah, well, mm. worst Easter bunny of all time. I tell you what, uh, Thanksgiving is going to suck. I don't think that so. Thanksgiving isn't happening this year because what he was thankful for was his $30,000 worth of porn. Yes, I guess so. And now he doesn't even have that. Well, I will also say a big shout out to all of our friends, to all of our friends and all of our listeners who work in the porn industry. One thing that is fun about porn is that porn is the reason why we have Blu-ray and not HD DVD. They are, they've go. always been the head of the curve of all technology. They were the first people doing uh, the immersive cell phone uh, what what how, what do you call that? When you uh, they VR? like virtual like the VR yeah. shit, and there'll be probably the first ones to originate robots that could first suck your dick and then eventually drive your car. Well, be careful with the VR. Don't get sucked in too much. You'll never get out. Yeah, you got to do. Oh, but they, don't worry. Soon we'll be able to go to the office in a helmet. Did you see that thing that fucking <laughs> no, uh, Zuckerberg put out? In the oh middle of yes, the, like this idea Not of the happening. virtual office. Fuck you, bro. Uh, yeah, buddy. We just got out of the office. And he's like, but what if we bring the office to your mind? Shut I'm up! Get out! I'm gonna. I, it's like the I'm last livid. place that the office should be able to get to. You should yes. you'd be like, that's how I was when I had an office job. You got my body. Yes, you're physical. not gonna get my soul. Definitely not. Now they want both. Also, we talked about this on Abelgan's Top Hat. Thank you for supporting that show, by the way. We went twice a week and we're beating a lot of schmucks. But we talked about the OnlyFans situation, and because everyone screamed on our shows and it many worked. others, it worked. And OnlyFans is now uh, not eliminating the only content that people go to their platform for which is wonderful adult sex work. So thank you for everyone in our community who uh, made OnlyFans change their disgusting decision so, to ban the thing that made them successful. So today, finger your butthole for us <laughs> and for yourself. Um, there's another update. So Chad Daybell's kids, uh, if you remember, Chad Daybell was the preacher who worked with Lori Vallow, the, his hotter half. In order yeah. to kill many people around them, their children, uh, and Chad Daybell's former wife as well. Um, and as far as psycho couples go, 
they're kind of a 10 in a uh, way. Lori Vallow is. Well, Lori Vallow is an Iowa 10. Yes. But which, not the rest of it. Uh, oh uh, Chad Dable's a, he looks like Winnie the Pooh without the personality. <laughs> um, <laughs> Winnie was just sad, really. Yeah, but, uh, tiny dick. Oh. Chad Daybell, uh, his children are saying he was framed. And there's no way he could have done this. You know what's so funny about this? When children defend their parents, I'm like, okay. Well, they're, they, they must have done so, something. Well, but like, You're when, so fucked up. You grew up with this man. This yeah. man was a completely different person up until he met Lori Vallow. And then, I mean, he was already doing his, like, he was never fucking innocent. He was always a liar. He was always saying that he was a prophet and talking about the end times and doing all of this shit. Of course. Like, he was a dangerous person. He was trying to be. He owned a podcast network. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) But isn't it nice that his children are standing by him? I'm reminded when Rudy Giuliani was like, I might run for president. Or, or for governor, and then his kids are like, he was the worst father we've ever had. We've never voted for him one time. I'm like, oh, he's a scumbag piece of shit as another indication of him being a scumbag piece of shit. But the fact that kids are standing by him and I not being know. like, he openly molested me is actually kind of like a redeeming. I'm finding redemption. They're in on it. And they okay. and those five kids also were a part of the same death cult that they all were. So okay. like those five kids want his, their father to be correct. They so, want him to be right. Are you telling me they want his life? They want his life. Wow. Unlike the almost the biblical statement, I don't want your life. James Vanderbeek. Um, no, Blues. but yes, and now there's also some saying, there's apparently a little bit of a leak of information that they believe that Chad Daybell's wife, who also died of a mysterious illness, yes. probably some kind of poisonous uh, poison scenario, uh, she was asphyxiated. So we don't know what the hell is happening here again. Wait, we're just finding that out? Yes, Isn't we are. Asphy- asphyxiation? Isn't that a fairly easy thing for a uh, for a coroner to be like, yeah, the, the throat's all choked in? It, Can't yes. you know that fairly easily? They're trying to figure out now. I think that I think that the police held back a lot of specifics okay. about the nature of the way these bodies were found and what happened because they were starting to understand that all of these cases were linked. Right. And that they were that something was happening within the Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow universe. So maybe they wanted to eliminate people being like, I did it because yes. I'm cool. And it's like, did you choke her? Or, no, I did not. Be like, no, you didn't do it then, did you? People like Lori Vallow's brother claiming he did it you know what i mean like that kind of shit like because mm-hmm. he was ready to do everything he was ready to do anything he was her, her fucking dolger man i gotta say if rachel dolezal had one amount one percent of the amount of um convincing attitude of these two we she'd would be all black. St- she'd still be black <laughs> like i don't understand and this is I think for all of us, it's a little bit confusing. When you look at Colts in hindsight, you're like, how did you follow Keith Raniere again? He it played just, volleyball all bad and was short and nerdy. And he makes you feel good. Exactly. They must have really done a number on these people. For them to have support like that going further as the investigation goes further, the evidence seems to be coming out. It's not looking good. But they're standing by their cult leader. I feel like there's a, you give up a lot. And honestly, where they're from, to, from Salt Lake City to Iowa and all these places, <sighs> There's not a lot of shit to do. Yeah. I think it's also why people get into methamphetamine in their 40s. Of course. It adds spice. Dude, it adds drama. Every time I drive from L.A. to Phoenix, halfway through, I kind of want to do some meth. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. It's a sandy desert. It and adds you, flavor. You look out and you see like the four, and not a diss on trailer parks, wherever you live, it's just fine. But you see four trailer homes and you're like, what could you possibly do other than meth? I mean, There's no other option. It's, There's nothing. It's instant paprika. 
Oh, who doesn't like to be a little who doesn't like to be a little corn at a state fair? <laughs> I do. I like it. Um, this is a story that's I mean, I think it's an important story for us to tell. You want to do think, something serious or you want to do something a little bit lighter? I don't know if, if you'd say this is serious okay. or light, because when it comes down to it, we've talked about these types of relationships on the show before. Sure. Yes, we have. And again, like, haha, maybe we're missing something. <laughs> um, th this is th this comes from Belgium. Ooh. A Belgium woman was banned from the zoo after a quote-unquote four-year affair with a chimpanzee. <laughs> now, she's been banned from coming in, in contact with this chimpanzee. Um, I believe the chimpanzee was named like something about Cheetah, named Cheetah. Um, so this woman came every day for, for four years. So a yeah. chimpanzee named Cheetah arrived at the Antwerp Zoo 30 years ago. Aww. Now, over the past four years, A.D. Timmermans has visited the primate every single week. And, and according to Amy Timmermans, this is her quote, I love that animal and he loves me. I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take that away? We're having an affair, I'll just say. All right. The chimpanzee cheetah, C-H-I-T-A, not cheetah, like a fun adult entertainment club, is a 38-year-old <laughs> chimpanzee. So it's an old chimpanzee. And, as and those are know, the most dangerous chimps. Well... They're also the most wise. We are very close to the chimp. No, they're the you ones can that look flip into the out. Eyes. They can flip out if she leaves him. She needs to walk a tight line. Is, Obviously, she enjoys a stern relationship. She does. Now, this is the this quote-unquote affair. The, the way it went down was that Timmermans, that she'd go to the outside of the cage, and she'd wave and blow kisses at the monkey. That's good. And then the chimp would, I guess, blow kisses back. I'm not certain, but I think he's just, like, assuming, like, she's going to bring me food or I'm going to eat her tits. Oh. They just felt like it was getting, um, they felt that it was starting to ne negatively impact the cheetah. Uh, and cheetahs rapport with the uh, zoo's other chimpanzees. Well, that's out of jealousy. And you know what? If your it friends is. can't deal with the fact that you're happy and you're in love, then they weren't your real friends to begin with. And they're trying to bring you down. So cheetah, you don't need those other monkeys. When everyone's human. Absolutely. Yeah. Because according to um, according to the zoo, uh, the Antwerp Zoo, according to uh, Sarah Lafoot. Well, because um, it's interesting because it, so cheetah, they said when cheetahs like too involved with the visitors, the monkeys begin to ignore him, and they mm -hmm. don't consider him a part of the group. That's what she says. And so what that does is that that makes the champ kind of like an outlier, and it can't get back into the tribe. Yeah, according to Lafoot, she says an animal that is too focused on humans is less respected by its peers. But again, peers, maybe you need to open your minds and realize your buddy is banging inter- uh, species. Do you think that they How would amazing. be like that? Do you think that they wouldn't be like, do you think that within the chimp world, they wouldn't be like that, like when like Mary Kay Latorno had sex with her student? Like, would they be like, no, because like, we're oh, talking that's 38. Taboo. That's taboo. No, because, well, it, you know what? <laughs> that's taboo. That's all taboo. But I mean, if the if the other chimps, you think they'd be like, that's kind of gross. Yeah, well, that's kind of like gross because like Bing Bong here, she's got huge tits. <laughs> Right? Don't you want to just fill Bing Bong with well, child? They say that we need more of us. They keep begging us to fuck. They say that the chimpanzees aren't hanging out with Cheetah because he found love. And again, it's all quite disgusting. But, but yeah, but Cheetah's then, fascination with humans, but it's also because Cheetah was a pet too, which is also a, a, fly, a red she, flag. Cheetah was a pet, and also in 2008, 
Cheetah was injured in a brawl with other chimps. So Ooh, these chimps never being, liked Cheetah she's whatsoever. Being driven to these women, to these homewreckers. Why can't she blow a couple of kisses at the chimpanzee? I guess so. And now they're walking it back. Now the zoo's saying, we've never asked, we've never put a ban on her visiting him. We have asked her to stop, please, because of we're afraid of how it will affect cheetah and his relationships <sighs> with the other animals there is and a, so there that's the thing so now because i mean that's very european right i mean like so they're not banning anything in europe you know what i mean at some point <laughs> they could they would have been like if they do fall in love who huh? could say what happens you're on the champs Elysees. you know like they they do have that attitude where they've been mm-hmm. like i think they'd be kind of fine if they were if they kissed once and again this podcast let's go 59 years in the future. I think it's wonderful that they found love. Oh, wow. I, I mean, think it's honestly, uh, just another wonderful chimp human relationship, and thank, you love to see it. Thank God. Anyway, um, they're kissing. <laughs> she kisses the glass of necklace. We just have a whole bit in our live show about Jane Goodall fucking apes. And now, <laughs> this story, I literally texted Marcus and Henry and be like, Are we making reality? Is this like, <laughs> is this quick? Is this a crazy Adam Sandler movie where like we say it and it comes true? Because it's like, Buttholes oh, yeah, we, for heads. Oh yeah, same thing with the fucking all the plague shit. After we were as oh, we were doing God. the Black Plague, and then they had to shut down Lake Tahoe because of squirrels with the plague. And then when we caught, we were in Denver, with there was like three or four cases of people with the plague, and then two kids died. So maybe I'll just say this: it's a shirtless summer, shirtless summer for all the it's ladies. September. Ah, god damn it! Yeah. Never mind. I miss shirtless summer. <laughs> Next summer, all boobies all the time. We love it, both male and female. No shirt summer. We're going to do the no next No shirt summer, except for, for me. I have to kind of wear larger shirts there. Okay. Live from your grave. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's. Website platform? It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored 
by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do of another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you could do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. This story is from Georgia, and mm. it is... It, you know what? It's very Georgia. It's very Georgia. And I'm going to say it's mostly comical because the people of the story are already dead. Mm -hmm. So this man didn't kill anyone. But a no. Georgia dude, he wanted to steal. He wanted to steal a vehicle. I mean, he probably had to get out of there. He, Whatever he was doing, he had to get out of there. And he did end up getting out of there. This man actually was able to make an escape. How did he do it? His name is Kijan Griffin. He's 23 years old. He stole a mortuary, mortuary van to escape the police. And as he was, as the police were chasing him, dead bodies kept on flying out of the back of the van. Yeah, it sounds like he was and, like, I know that he wasn't, but it would be kind of fun, like in a chase movie. Yeah. Like if this was a movie, the idea of like throwing corpses onto the highway for the cops as they swerve all around them is incredible. He didn't stop them from no. flying out. No, 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 no. They kind of 
just ran over him. And I say this with a bit of a smile because if I was one of the corpses in the back of that van, I'd be like, it's kind of fun to be a little speed bump. Uh, like my uh, final thing is to be like, get out of here, Kijan. I imagine their their families are upset, but also when it comes down to it, think of the memes. Yeah. If we're going to be upset about something, when it comes down to it, at least that your precious loved ones would go forward to to make a moment for the internet to all come together. It's kind of cool. Stan Henderson, the owner of the van and Stan, and Stan Henderson's and Sons Mortuary in Stockbridge. It's always and Sons. It is. You got to get all want, the families in there. But what if the, the kids are never in the naming process? It's always like, and then we have kids and now it's and Sons. And it's like, what if I didn't want to put makeup on corpses? Then you break for the your rest fucking father's heart. Exactly. Then you break your fucking father's heart. And Stan Henderson just given the name. The Georgian, the Georgian nature of the name Stan Henderson, I'm assuming he's got old man strength. This is what he had to say. He says, it's ridiculous that the dead can't even rest. Aww. Please chase Griffin from the city of Connors to DeKalb County, where the van became disabled after striking multiple vehicles and yeah, blowing man. a tire. The suspect then fled the van and ran into a nearby wood line. Please search the area, but we're unable to locate this guy. I mean, to what? be honest, for him to make it out, because in, in Conyers, there is a lot of like wild out there. Like there's a lot of stuff. Sure. Like, he must have been, number one. Did they look very hard? I don't know. <laughs> they I probably know, did, to be honest. I know some Georgia cops or some of them are good. Some of them have been hitting a barbecue. You well, know what I mean? I kind of like those like cops gets, better where it's like, yeah. Yeah, they, get, yeah, they go up to the, well, yeah, there's a bush here, so <laughs> I'm going to have to get back to the air conditioning. <laughs> so Griffin stole the van to escape the pl pursuing police, and uh, the gurney rolled out of the back. And uh, yeah, it was in the parking lot where it came. And finally, it ended up in a parking lot. Uh, people were able to secure all of the bodies. So someone had to go be like, Larry, go pick up all the bodies on the roads. And you're like, I didn't have this on my 2021 bingo card. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's out there. And I don't know what he he's was, on. The, he is wanted for several felonies. So he he's has wanted a, for several. Yeah, yeah. So he's okay. obviously uh, they are looking for him and we will find out what the heck it is that he did. I don't know what. Well, it is. if I he didn't find it, if he didn't do anything, if it's drugs, I say, you know what? Yeah, I mean, he actually yeah, got drugs, away. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, it's just drugs when it comes down to but it. But what a day comes, like that's an episode of cops that every producer at cops right now. I know the show is defunct, but theoretically would just like that is gold. Yes, that's gold. Oh, yes, of course. It'd be very, very you know what excited. else it reminds me of? Speaking of cops, hmm. O.J. Simpson. Isn't that what happened to, to uh, Nordberg when he was on the gurney? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That is what happened to him. That's incredible. Wow. Yes. Anyway. All right. So that's a little story out of um, Georgia. There is also multiple break-ins. That's what he's uh, he's wanted for multiple multiple car break-ins. So technically, car break which is kind of saying, okay. I feel like it is um, a lot of times it is a crime because you are in need of cash desperately and you uh, can't get access to it. Yes, yeah, that's possible. Ran out, whatever it is. But honestly, when it comes down to it, can't be stealing a mortuary van, tossing bodies everywhere. It makes people mad. <laughs> it really um, does. Uh, what I will also. OK, speaking of on the run. And this is an unbolted. This is a breaking news. <laughs> hot off the presses. Ooh, hot, potato. hot off the presses. And yeah, we're recording this in the past. So you, I don't know what's going to happen when this episode comes out. But imagine we're live. Chicago. Be on the lookout for a white box van with red <laughs> graffiti on the side of it we can maybe uh we will maybe on our sush mates we can go ahead and we can pop up the picture of this truck this there is random eggings 
happening throughout the Chicagoland area. And we're talking about the neighborhoods of Cabrina Green. Cabrina Green, West Town. They're all in the loop. So, oh, in Chicago, they're coming for you. Bucktown, Wicker Park, Goose Island. A man um, with a the the dubious description of being short and Hispanic is driving this truck around and viciously egging people. Cabrini Green, that's where Candyman takes place. Yes. Yes. So this story is really pretty deep right now. So this dude, he's driving around, as Henry said, in a really big ass truck. Big ass truck. They don't know whether it- or not he works in that truck. There's some there's some theory. One theory is floating around is that it is a student. Doing this, there is one of those because it kind of. Do you think it's an art project? I mean, I don't know, but people are getting egged. Whole lines of cars are being egged all night. They show up and their cars all covered, uh, cars all covered in egg. And what seems to be like the actual bad thing that they did Mm -hmm. was that a woman with a uh, not a carousel. What do you put a stupid baby in? Uh, you put him in a backpack and then you drive. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you get a couple of rocks and put him in a backpack. No, you I'm, throw I'm just joking. Him in I love the, at a van. Um, uh, love you the, uh, you uh, take a baby, you put it in a bowling bag case. <laughs> what is it called? Stroller. Stroller. Jesus Christ. We, we are. are we are not going to have kids. We don't know anything about children. Um, but a woman with a stroller was heavily pelted with eggs, yes. and that is getting people of the the, the people of Chicago extremely upset. Yes, and it seems was- to be that there's. There's some, there's like apparently a lot going on in Chicago right now. The, the cops are not willing to put a lot of resources towards this story. So this is going to take no. a vigilante. And of course, Chicago, we talked about this again on Top Hat. Be careful with the speed cameras. Those companies make a lot of money off of you trying to get to work. A recent incident was caught on security camera where a daughter and a mother also were narrowly hit by the egg. So this is, this is like Joker we gr- stuff. We grow up, we grew up. In the world of Columbine, in the world of the DC sniper. I was heavily egged. Dare I say, there's something kind of, I would be so pissed. I'd be pissed. I'm going to be egged. You remember when we got got egged as adults? Was it just, no, that was me, Eddie, and Holden walking through. Yeah, out to when he used to live on Troop Street. I wouldn't, I would not egg Eddie. That dude's a hoss. No, man. 15 year olds have no fear. They feel, they feel, this is what I was talking about earlier. Scary. These little rascals. I, they have nothing to lose. They're full of cum and, and viciousness. Yeah. They don't understand what they're doing. And I remember it was like a movie. It was me holding an Eddie walking down the street and these kids in bikes pulled up in front of us. We're all like, what up? And it was like October 30th. And they were like, get him. And then they started pelting us with eggs. We're like, oh, oh, we had to run back, a run away from them because you can't attack them. There were more of them than us. They're all full of testosterone and they're, they're, they're all jacked up because they work out all day at school. Yeah, that's what they do at school. They work out all day. They don't sit and stare at computers and learn nothing. According to Moshe Tamsit, she says, I would love to understand what their motivation was. Chaos. And what this is all about. It's chaos. And it's technically, if I was the man driving this, would I have a great time? Yes. If I was the, if, do I see this as an option for me in the future if everything goes south? Sure. Yes. Well, there's been a total of a hundred collected sightings. Yes. And there's a full map. You can find it on Reddit, not to direct anyone to that site. Get on and get off of it. But Tamets, uh, Tamsot says, there are many issues at play in this very complex issue. A lot of issues like the egg truck. How did it fall through the cracks? No. Oh. oh, we're being funny now, huh? I don't oh, now know. We t- now we think it's time to be funny? I don't know, you know if that was really a purposeful sad. pun or not, but he, she goes on to say, I think folks would like to try to understand 
what they are trying to communicate. <laughs> this woman is so Midwest sweet. She's be like, just I just want to know what's going on. What are you trying to say? Hey, what? Hey, what are you trying to do? That's all. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just wondering. What are you trying to do? Are what are you trying to communicate? It's just like I want to hit you with eggs, bitch. I'm like, okay. Oh, that that is clear. Then that is clear. And You're she, sure you are saying it. She goes on to say it could be a form of protest, in which case one could respect the way they're going about <laughs> things. Mean, you know? Or it could just be a prank. Or it could just be malicious. We just don't know. We just don't know. So but this is the most. It's this very is the most Midwest. sympathetic woman to ever talk about being yes. egged ever. Yes. Because well, you know what actually makes it seem vaguely innocent is the fact that the eggs were not frozen. Because when I was growing up. I never up, heard of that before. That's a that's a murder weapon. Dude. You didn't fucking have, that didn't happen to you as a kid. That no, happened to me as a kid. regular old eggs. Oh, no. They used to freeze those eggs. That, that was kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fun for them. Little rascals. And then <laughs> this is an adult who is ever doing this as an adult. And I want to say, he must have a hard job. He might be, you know what? I might even say this out loud. What? He might be like an Amazon Prime like delivery person or something like that. Where you have, I could see him. You have so much pressure. There's a lot of pressure. They have, they're all timed. There's a system. They have to like check Horrible. in all the time. They're being driven, right? So let's say you get off of work, and then some people. They have a big glug of scotch, but maybe he's sure. been in a program and he can't fucking drink anymore. Some people <laughs> fucking smoke a big doobie. Maybe he he can't do it because it makes him paranoid, right? Sure. All this kind of shit. Maybe like, you know, maybe his family's gone or whatever. And then every day when he goes, he gets off of work. He goes straight to a convenience store. He buys several dozen mm -hmm. eggs. And that's how he equalizes. I think that's a fantastic approach, Henry, and I could totally see that being a, uh, a viable option. He could also be in the egg game. Why would he be, I guess, trying to you ever, every time with the supply? Just saying fucking eggs. Every time he looks at an eggs. You know, it's my favorite <laughs> stories of Christmas are, and I know it's like not technically funny, but whatever. Oh, well, when it's the just, FedEx guys dump all the shit in the dumpster. And they get all mad oh, and they yeah, punch all the stuff. And it's just, it's just good. So, you know, no one's really getting that hurt. I mean, it sucks and everything. But it sucks. It's I understand like to see brown boxes after you work at EUPS every day delivering hundreds of brown boxes. I would have PTSD uh, you from might. the brown box and I would punch everyone I saw. Oh yeah, I could see how you could be driven to this type of low rent madness. Yeah. Because it's not even that bad yet. We'll see how, if it escalates in any way, shape or form. But right now it just seems, well, because you know what's also the shame about this? Is that as I'm keep Googling like Chicago egging truck and shit, there is an actual like breakfast truck that is like a nice one oh. that is called like the, the Eggman, the Chicago Eggman, Eggman right? The Eastman, no wait, it's called the Eastman Egg Company. Oh. And all of the searches for the Eastman Egg Company keep getting buried farther and oh. farther south. The more this story gets bumped up well, and the more, so maybe it's this guy. Or maybe it's an enemy of the Eastman Egg oh, Egg Company. Oh, Westman Waffle House. Oh, don't even get them Whoa. going. And just lastly, Thompson yeah, said- Yeah, fuck eggs. Waffle time. It's time for waffles, you fucking whores. Well, that's you, what he screams all the time as he throws eggs everywhere. You say fuck eggs. You know what that reminds me of? Guy Fury. Where has Guy been? We love Ooh. Guy Fieri, but I'm not- uh, uh, He could send one of his guys. He wouldn't be doing this himself. He'd if, have one of his guys doing this. If he was going to commit any crimes, which he won't, but Isn't if he, he did, to? this would be the Guy Fieri crime. Slathering people in eggs as he's been forced to consume them but I don't his understand. entire he life. Eggs, he hates eggs, but now he's at the level where he can make sure he doesn't have to eat eggs. He never but does. Every once in a while, he's on triple, triple D, and like a, a chef is like, 
but uh, you're gonna like this one, guy. This is a good egg sandwich. And you know what? I'll give credit to Fieri because you know what? He does take a bite and he always goes, they're wiggly. Like, you know, he does it. He does not like eggs. I watched him. Somebody put an egg on top of what looked to be an out-of-bounds hamburger. And guy slowly took the egg off. Just took the egg off and didn't have any of it. So if really you're important. on Triple D actually, and the, and the uh, dish does have an egg, but guy's there, just go egg free. Just go egg free. Also, let's not do these eggs on hamburgers anymore. That is my hot take for the day. So the last quote from Tamsit, and I love this person. She says, if we can figure out an egg thrower, then maybe we can figure out how to reduce shootings. And maybe we can solve like some my, other issues. Just like, honestly, I just had like an emotional reaction to that. That's so sad. <laughs> she lastly says, how can we work most effectively with CPD, Chicago Police Department, most effectively in the age of the Internet? So things are so bad. They see an opportunity oh, there is, there of, of light. Though. I don't know if there is. I feel like what's happening on the south side of Chicago doesn't have a heck of a lot to do with eggs. Well, it does not. It has to do with jabs, housing, and lack of upward mobility, which we need to provide those people. Yes, we do. Also, uh, uh, schools, the way they are funded, should not be by municipality. It should be by state income, and it should be spread equally amongst the districts. But that's for a whole nother show. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. There's more sad stories and more <laughs> gross stories. I mean, the, the egg thrower story, I don't even know where to classify it as because it is comical enough. It makes your day shittier. I've been dumped on by it. We all have. It's fine. I've it's been dumped on by a pigeon before, and I'm going to say... I'd almost rather have an egg to the head because that pigeon poop don't go away. It doesn't. It's good luck, though, to get shed on by a, by a pigeon. This no, is just that's, more, a, that's a human being lie. That's I mean, a lie. All, all things that we say are good luck are human being lies. That's true. It's all just made up. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is just more of a call to listeners of last podcast and left and side stories. You see a picture of this van. You get hit by this van. Tell us. Because this is time. Collect this. We're going to collect sightings ourselves. Side stories, L-P-O-T-L at gmail.com. I want the Chicago Scrambler. On this show, if you are out there, if let's say you're driving around hitting people's with these eggs, we can get him like we can get him to sound like Bane. Yeah, honestly, if you are out there and you're you are the perpetrator, if you are the Chicago Eggman, we want to talk to you. We want to know your motives. We want to we want to get inside your head. We want to broadcast your message to the world. At the very least, you can email us. And I'm not sure if it's going to be a good enough message to broadcast. But nonetheless, in the world of true death, deadly violence that we cover all the time. Little egg, little egg throwing is almost lighthearted. Isn't it, it is, it is, well, isn't it? And maybe in the end, there's something we can learn from it. Well, maybe go out there with a pan. Always have a pan with Cute. you. Ready to go? Or you have eggs too, and you throw them back. Live from your grave. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark, because dog can't give you its opinion. But every month we deliver dogs and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled, and then the dog shows you what they like incredible. Only I could teach Wendy to use an iPad. She's so resistant. She scratches it up, barks at it, barks at me. But if she could use it, she'd order BarkBox for herself. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. And for a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. How about that? Wendy loves her little toys. Carmi has become quite a terrorist when it comes to her toys, and she's a murderer. She rips these things up, but, you know, we got some high-quality, tough toys from BarkBox, and she absolutely loves them, and our family could not be happier. <laughs> and if you just want a slice of this joy, you got to go to BarkBox. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com left. 
That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. Yeah. Very key. You got to communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is Data. And you're kissing a lady on another planet. And Data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling and when I was doing bits versus me, because I do use Grammarly, and it's nice. But I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like, um, I think maybe you missed a little comma, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know. Thank you, Grammarly. Like, thank, I get it. Yes. But still, like, maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today, right? But Grammarly really does help. Because that's what we all need. A stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes. That's Grammarly to me. That's what I see. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. Planning the perfect proposal. Oh, I want to do it at the Hindenburg. (laughs) I want to do it at the Hindenburg Memorial. Celebrating your love and looking forward to the rest of your lives. And if you're lucky, it's short. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring, if you don't know what you're doing. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Especially if you don't feel like talking to your mother. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler. Since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring with little or no feedback from their mother. With Blue Nile, you can create a brilliant piece at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Why use anything traditional? Blue Nile also offers a diamond price guarantee, which means that they can usually meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. And I sent you to Stephen, my guy, but you still refuse and you decide to go with your Blue Nile little thing because, oh, it's got 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. And sometimes Steven doesn't answer your calls. And sometimes Steven loses the rings. But that's where you don't understand. Because Steven was there for me when your father wasn't. And honestly, so now is Blue Nile. Because every time I call, they pick up with the 24-7 customer support. And they hear all about my hands hurting. And how I've got, they have to reverse my feet at the doctor. They, they said, and they, but eventually they said it's temporary. They're going to put it back forward. But oh, thank you, Blue Nile, for not picking up, even though I texted my son. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I want to do this one story really quick because this story just scares the shit out of me. Yes. It's about this 20-year-old gal. She's a chick in Texas. Oh, this is a scary story. She looks like just a nice, cute person, okay, right? She does look like, I don't even know how to describe it. She looks like, 
She is 20 years old, but she looks like she could be 14. Yep, she, she looks very looks, small, very diminutive. Or the mugshot makes her look like 45. It's, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know, man. Look at her. She's look like a little girl. But she has the eyes of someone who's seen yeah, a I, lot of stuff. So in anyway, this girl, um, authorities said on Monday, Emma Pressler, she's 19, was the prime suspect in a horrific August 6 incident, which left a 33-year-old Devin Graham dead and his wife, 26-year-old Carissa Lindros, hospitalized with burns across 70% of their bodies. Yeah. So she lit this couple on fire. Houston police say she still remains at large. However, this is not the first case of extreme violence no, done at the done hands of this times. woman. She was actually acquitted of murder um, last September. Uh, she was charged with the murder of a 20-year-old Cypress, Texas woman. Her name was Ciara Rod. As she slept on September 13th, 2020, Rod, who suffered from cerebral palsy, palsy, was shot and killed in a flurry of bullets fired inside of her family's home. Presley was the lead suspect. She was charged with killing Rod. Um, but then she was, I believe, acquitted. And yes, I don't know she, if the jury did the, the right decision. And I think there might be some jurors be like, young girl like that? Ain't no way she could do anything wrong, um, but she could and she can and she did. Um, I'm not going to call this the, um, the what's the Joker's uh, the Joker lady. Harley Quinn. This is might be the Harley Quinn effect. She kind of looks like Harley she Quinn. I'm does. sure she played Harley Quinn on Halloween because that's an acceptable Halloween costume that everyone can get behind. She was not so uh, ready it, to be rehabilitated. Well, it sounds or, like uh, back into society because, again, she killed two people by burning or killed one and desperately injured another by burning them it alive. It sounds like they might be tangentially connected to some form of gang activity. Pressler's boyfriend mm. is that the car that the drive-by shooting happened was owned by her boyfriend Austin McCalla and they found her later on nearby and they based, the reason why she got acquitted because they just thought that she was in the car. They eventually went ahead and charged uh, another dude, her boyfriend and three other people as the people that murdered the uh, poor woman mm. inside of that house. Weird. And they felt it was because it was some form of gang fight between this between the, their son they were it was not the person who was murdered but her brother that was the actual target of the violence oh. who, and they've been feuding with a gang known as 10k um but Jesus. now we now know uh that she is not an innocent person no this is according to a neighbor i feel so bad for this little community in texas the neighbor says it never stops um she was asked to be identified only by aileen which is her middle name which it's still part of your name. It is. I would have just gone with like Lorinda. I mean, honestly, if you're gonna go say anything you want, you, yeah. you, you could be the Human Torch. Ooh, that's but that's it. what happens. That's why she killed those two other people. Oh, that's sad. So the neighbor goes on. Just last week, I was saying there's nothing going on at their house lately, and then this oh, shouldn't have said that because that happened as soon as she said that. She's like, hey, they seem to be pretty peaceful, and it's like, and then they lit the flight. They they lit the fuse. And these uh, one person died and another person, again, covered in burns, 70% of their bodies. Apparently at the house where Pressler lives, there's some indication of prostitution and some drug sales. This is what the neighbor said. She says, I hope the cops will start finally start believing us. We're hoping that they get out of the neighborhood. It seems like I'm not pro HOA, but it seems like one. You never know, have an HOA. No, you can't ever defend an HOA. Seems like it's a, it's a mafia you have to live they, with. They tell you what color your mailboxes can be. Imagine, this is America. I'm I'm with you, but imagine HOA is like an FBI federal entity. That's me. And they send I'm the HOA in my you neighborhood. Send the I don't even like to use the word Karen, so we'll just call you send Barb. Send and, a Barb. And Barb is the one that Barb's every a friendly Karen. 
Barb is a friendly Karen, but Barb also makes sure the male. But also, the Karens right. can, can be friendly Karens. Absolutely, I hate Whatever. the whole. I hate, I hate the I whole. Thing. Thing. We, I know we, a lot we of great Karens. I, I know a lot of wonderful Karens, and it's just like. Whatever, but send one of the most strict HOA people to this area and she could solve this immediately. She would have those people out of there and then this neighborhood could be safe. Um, and it's just so sad that the police weren't believing the neighborhood as they were like, something's going wrong in that house. And the police were like, let's see if we can get some dead bodies before we do anything here. So apparently this woman, Emma Pressler, was also, uh, according to the couple that was murdered, they said that she was the creepy neighbor next door that kept coming by and staring at them. They, <sighs> apparently they were last seen. They were found later on after they were, they went missing for several days. I imagine that she, it was some form of she tried to rob them. And then because she is a fucking moron thought that I could get rid of these bodies by burning them. Like yeah. I really, that's the way I would, in my mind is what, what happened. Mm -hmm. That's because she's an impulsive, dangerous person. Um, because you know, she's not, she's 20 years old. So her brain hasn't developed not yet. She close. doesn't fucking un even understand that her actions have consequences probably. Um, so she killed these two random people in a robbery, maybe gone wrong and then try to get rid of the bodies. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have some sympathy, but again, if this no, was, I have uh, no sympathy. It's if just these were, if these were boys, specifically boys of color, they'd say those adults knew exactly mm -hmm. what they were doing and they need to be thrown away for oh, life. Yeah. So but because Pressler she looks like Elsa Jean, that porn star girl, everything <laughs> is fine, right? Pressler had previously faced numerous charges, including theft, drug possession, evading arrest, and failure to, failure to uh, appear in court. And Henry, can you take a guess what drug she has an outstanding warrant for using? Can you take a guess? Is it? No way. Is it? Methamphetamine? Ding, 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 ding. What? You nailed it. No way. Methamphetamine is definitely the drug of choice when you're going to burn two people alive. Oh, That's yeah. a meth crime right oh, there. Oh, yeah, because I think it's because you know what would really throw me off? Get all the gasoline. Yeah. I feel like by then I'd be like, what am I doing here? I'm just going to chop these guys up. According to her, according to her grandfather, he says she was pretty well raised, but uh, something went wrong because <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, obviously <laughs> I, don't I don't fucking know. I don't know. Anyway, the manhunt is on. And uh, we'll see uh, what happens in this case. So this can be an update. Most likely they'll find her sooner than later. Yes, because so I don't think that she's year. very bright. Well, I think she's probably. You can be uh, me. You can be evil and fucked up oh yeah. and stupid. So I imagine oh yeah. it sounds like uh, this is the she's not uh, D.B. Cooper. No, but Emma Pressler, again, given her physical appearance, I could see her also right now in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Just, what you doing, big? Oh, my God. Just like on DJ Khaled's plane. <laughs> <laughs> Funny knows? story how I got here. Who knows? Um, speaking of what drugs can do yeah. and what, not even drugs. Sometimes the substance that you use as a drug uh, can make you make a couple of mistakes in your life and end up leading towards, leading towards your death. What's that? And it's uh, not a good one. Uh, this is a Gujarat youth by the name of Salman Mirza. Hmm. He died after sealing his peepee -pee hole closed oh, no. with adhesive during sex. Oh. Um, and I try not to get the woman pregnant, but they're also thinking that it might be because he was using the same adhesive to huff quite a bit of it, and he might have died after the process of ejaculating back into his own balls. That can kill you? I don't think he's good. Did he die? It's not from like how Chris Chan was drinking all of his own cum with Fago mixed in in order to recycle it so he would stay manly. That's your one reference. I'm sorry. God, I hate that. Um, <laughs> is So this, did he die of blue balls? Is I, this technically a know. blue ball death? Is this the first ever recorded blue ball death? I don't think it makes them blue. I think it makes them like purple balls. Because <laughs> it's just the cum got out, but then it went back in. 
So he sealed his, his genitals shut oh. while performing sex with his partner. Um, so apparently they were in a hotel. How could that feel better than not using a condom? I have How could no he be like, oh, condoms really make it sensitive down, desensitize it down there. Here's some, here's I some don't epoxy. Know. They didn't have condoms. They decided, let's just glue the fucking hole together. The day later, so June 23rd, he, he came to it himself. He was found unconscious in, near, in shrubs near the hotel. Um, his friend, Firo Shaikh, found him and brought him home. Salman was later admitted to Sola Silva Hospital where his condition deteriorated and he died. So he oh was already kind of half dead. Um, they said the viscera samples of the deceased have been sent for forensic examination. The police officer investigating the case said that the couple used to abuse a drug that involved a whitener and the adhesive, which is that, and that which is inhaled. Okay. Yeah. This is a sad accident, and it's he made money for his elderly parents and his two sisters. Oh, doing what? Um, he was just trying to have safe sex and maybe some education. Would I have think that there. he was just. I think that a lot of things went wrong to get us here. Also, I mean, it's not it's not foolproof. Don't take uh, don't take my advice here whatsoever. But the uh, the father from Dirty Work. He makes a good point. Pulling out. It's not 100% guaranteed, but it's uh, safer than uh, gluing Glue your, your fucking pee pee hole, pee hole shut. shut. And if you're not going to use a condom, it's the best you can do. Or dare just, I say, uh, anal. Yeah, I mean, but, anal. Uh, just stick it to anal. Um, that's come hard. On, come on the, any other part of her body. Uh, there's so much. Like, I just, last podcast left. We just urge you. We urge you to keep your holes permanently open. Right? Don't ac- Don't cut off access to any of your holds, if no. you can, let each hole live because it you be. know when it comes down to it, it's the reason why your body has holds because things gotta come out of it, yeah. and they gotta come out because if it makes a re, I guess it fucking, man, your cum just turns evil. I don't know what happens. It hits the top of the thing, goes back in your balls. I don't even know if that. I think he died of a drug overdose. Maybe, maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of both. Because also, I don't even know how you pry that back open. I guess you can use like you just a pin or something. Oh, God. Because if you permanently it. seal it, especially like... No, you can't permanently seal it. You have to be able to take a shower. There's got to be some way to get it open again. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know why well, he's he was dead out. now. Why was he in the shrubs? Anyway, all right. Just lastly here. This isn't really a story. It's more of me being scared and Henry probably loving it. A robot's now controlling the neurons of a rat's brain. So they're just a creating... A rat brain is controlling the neurons yes, of a robot. Whatever. I think it's cool. There you go. I mean, I just think it's one of those where we just need to be careful because they are really going to try to replace us with certain certain jobs. Right. Like especially like they're going to try to like use that. This is the way they're doing and they're building Mm -hmm. it up. So Mm -hmm. you have to figure out what do we do to make sure our servers. You have a fucking rat boss. Now you have a robot that is being controlled by a rat brand. I, I think that that's a bad idea because I don't trust rats. No, I would prefer if you made it like. Like a puffin's brain, like a Labrador retriever's brain could run a robot. I believe that they are cute because of their limited ability to communicate. <laughs> if you could really get it, puffin would eat, he would kill us. Have you seen those like Instagram videos or whatever of dogs learning command buttons? Like it's a dog that hmm. learns how to communicate via pressing buttons on a like sheet. You should look at it. It's both heartening and also like, again, yeah, I don't want you to be able to talk. I no. like that Wendy can't talk. I mean, 
Because it's kind of that's that's kind of one of the perks. I know, yeah, because I don't need to know everything on Wendy's mind. I no. also don't necessarily need to be criticized by Wendy. No, for the way I'm raising her. Absolutely, because that's why I don't have a child. Exactly. All right, everyone. Well, let's get to hero of the week. So this week's hero of the week is a mother. It's a mother. It's a mother. And you know what it comes down to? It sometimes as a mother. Oh, Henry Thomas, sometimes I just, something I think about, <laughs> I just think about how you mm-hmm. used to be a little, little ant inside of my guts. Oh, God. And now no. you're a man. It's disgusting. A Calif- and we need a new backyard. We need an entirely new backyard. Yes, yeah, so that's why she buttered you up in that way, calling you an ant. Compliment sandwich. Inside of her. Didn't she call you Jesus Christ one time? I don't even want to talk about it on the show. <laughs> a California woman is being called a hero by state officials after she fought off a mountain lion with her bare hands when the mountain lion attacked her five-year-old son. The boy was playing near a tree in his home in Calabasa. You hope that this happens, you know what I mean? It was a 65-pound mountain lion, and all of a sudden the mountain lion was like, yeah, goddammit, I found myself a great victim. So the mountain lion grabbed the five-year-old, dragged him about 45 yards, but then the mom was like, oh, shit, that's my kid. And then she ran out, ran out of the house and started punching and striking the lion with her bare hands. So law enforcement was notified of the attack. And while and wildlife officials went to the family's home and the officer noticed an aggressive mountain lion in the corner of the property. So the mountain lion was like, yeah, you got round one, bitch. I'm waiting for round two. <laughs> but, He's coming back. Oh, man, this is the revenge story I'd actually really like to hear. Indeed. Officials said because the mountain lion's behavior and location, it believed they say, quote, Believed it was likely the attacking lion, and uh, to protect public safety, they did shoot and kill it. Um, wildlife forensic scientists analyzed. Is it an endangered sam- animal? Yeah, I don't know. Jesus no, I don't Christ. think. Not mountain lions. There's a know. bunch of them. Wildlife oh, forensic scientists analyzed samples from the underneath of the claws of the suspect lion carcass and isolated traces of human tissue and blood with a DNA profile that matched the young victim. So, yes, they did do more detective work. Than they did when OJ killed those two people. <laughs> okay. Results were conflu- conclusive that it was the attacking lion that was shot by the wildlife officer on the scene. Dare I say, thank God. Otherwise, they would have just killed. That is the prime example yes. of <laughs> shooting ask questions later and be like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, good. Uh, so. they, uh, they Apparently, they are listed as least concerned by the International Union for Conservation of Nature. Okay. Um, and so they're doing well. So they're doing and they good. probably did it by eating children. Maybe actually, they really did. Nice, man. They got to learn. They, we got to beat them. That's how I always believe. Yeah. When it comes down to it, I believe that when it comes when it comes down to it, the strongest do survive and, and need to survive. 65 pounder. That's a pretty healthy like, size mountain. It's like us versus the robots. Yep. The robots... When it comes down to it, the war is going to happen no matter what's going to happen between us and the robots. We have to win the war if we want to remain the supreme form of intelligence on this planet. Right? Mm-hmm. We have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everyone. All right. So the California, she's unnamed, by the way, but she is hero of the week. Good work. Um, Now it's time for some listener emails. Oh, great. Number one, a lot of people have made friends with bees. Oh, really? It mostly involves putting out a puddle of sugar water. Oh, and the bee comes there looking great. for the sugar water. I, um, I, some man tamed a bunch of wasps, which is actually really interesting. That sounds difficult. It I does. Was, you it does. Can, my understanding is the wasp doesn't provide the same benefits of, as the bee. So a wasp is more of a nuisance. Yes. And I'm sure they do something good. Mosquitoes I, don't. Uh, you, you saying that has guaranteed that it does something somebody, good. Let me know. But also... 
Mosquitoes. My understanding of a mosquito is they serve zero purpose whatsoever other than perhaps protecting the rainforest because it makes it uninhabitable. But they're but scared about destroying. There's the thing. They've been talking about eradicating mosquitoes, but yes. then they're also really afraid of the the repercussions of just getting rid of an animal. Let us know what you think. Side stories, LPOTL at, at, at gmail.com because right now I'm like, get out of here, mosquitoes. Yes, they are very dangerous and they're going to probably be part of the next spread of whatever epidemic that we have. Uh, they, they are actually very good at spreading disease to humankind. Fantastic. Um, there, so that's that's one little update. Another update was uh, people writing in a lot. We have a lot of brewers that listen to the show. I believe and they it. said one of the th- one of the main takeaways is is that it comes down to there's a process called when you distill booze down. Mm-hmm. There's like heads, bodies, and tails, and tails is the stuff that you're supposed to get rid of, right? Um, hmm. And you're supposed to like that kind of shit. Um, but the, the the idea is that like maybe someone does not actually understand the difference between all, all of these different processes, yeah. which is why that Lithu- Lithuanian woman might have killed all of those people. Oh. And the other thing was that the poisoning also might have been the result of if you start distilling to make high proof booze, you can really mess it up fairly easily. Mm. You can concentrate the toxins in the tailings accidentally or the metal you use in the still can be toxic. It's possible to do safely, but you should know what you're doing. Um, they said that one thing that also be is that they could have possibly used the source of alcohol could have been some industrial source of alcohol that could end up being toxic. Okay. So there's many different reasons. Be careful. Um, but here are some of these longer form emails. All right. I grew up outside of Tahlequah, Oklahoma, in a small community of Briggs. Our house backed up to a ravine that eventually led to a valley of Pumpkin Holler. I believe part of the movie Where the Red Fern Grows was filmed there. Oh. In order to get to Pumpkin Holler, you have to drive through Tahlequah and several miles out of town and then circle back. I just picked up a friend of mine from there and was driving back when I saw what appeared to be a pterodactyl fly over my car. I shit you not. The underbelly of the creature was smooth and tan. Its wingspan was impressive, and the shadow it created was probably what caught my eye. Hmm. I slammed on my brakes and frantically looked around to see where it went, but it was long gone. My friend, my friend, unfortunately, did not see it. Okay. Many years later, I was describing this event to another friend, and he turned pale. He then told me of a night, and he and his wife had been traveling through Briggs and had chased one with his car before it flew off into the woods. This was not one mile from my home. The creature that he described was darker in color, but could only be described as some large winged creature. Okay, cool. Love the love the flying entity uh, situations. This one's about Kennywood. This is about the the, the Kennywood. This is about Kennywood, uh, Pittsburgh. One of my favorite uh, places in the world where we go. It's got the, the Phantom's Revenge. My favorite roller coasters is an amusement park. <laughs> The mad shitter of Kennywood. Whoa! As so, opposed to the happy shitter of Kennywood. Oh, yeah. Um, I love this. I worked there back in the summers of 1999 and 2000. And those halcyon days were ones I look back at fondly now. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about a guy who used to come into the park when I worked there. He was known as the mad shitter of Kennywood. <laughs> and he'd visit the park every single day. He would shit on all of the rides. No! I was thinking, well, what? just Did fucking kick, kick him, him out. out? Yeah, what is going Just on? fucking kick him out, all right? What the fuck? But apparently, he was mentally handicapped, and he loved Kennywood, but he would shit on the rides <laughs> for some reason. Oh, no. I get the feeling the shitting was intentional and not accidental, but I don't know. Eventually, they forced some poor Kennywood employee to escort him around all day, every single day, but he would still shit on all the rides he's, anyway. He's going to diaper up. That's pretty much it. Got tickets to your live show coming up to Pittsburgh, and I look forward to seeing it. 
Well, thank you so much. I mean, at some point, I understand you want to be all inclusive, inclusive and, you know, and you never want to take the smile away. But maybe say you can only come once a month. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you're constantly shitting on the rides, there has to be some kind of standard. There has to be a way. There just has to be a way to communicate that this is not good. We have to figure out what to do with this. uh, Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Garbage bags. Rubber pants. Rubber pants. They got those. Oh my um, goodness gracious. Once upon a time when I was in college, I decided it was a great idea to move out of my rent-free parents' house. What a bad decision that turned out to be. Hmm. I had trouble being able to pay for rent, gas, food, utilities. Yeah, yeah you were <laughs> fucked. I know <laughs> that's this everything. Feeling. Yeah, that's called everything. Yeah. I knew this guy for a while who kept bugging me, and he had this offer for me. that I, He said he didn't involve sex, uh-huh. but it paid $300. Out of desperation, I called him, and I asked more about what he wanted. All he wanted was for me to pee on him and pee in my pants. So for eight months, the rest of well, my it's lease. Kinda it's kind of yeah, sex. It's kind of sex. Sexual. Sure. I peed on this dude or in my pants for $300 a pop. He had me out twice, sometimes three times a week to pee on him or in my pants. There you go. Sometimes it was just so he could watch me pee. After my lease was up, I quit doing that and I moved back home. Isn't that a yep. lovely tale of romance? <laughs> Here's just one last story. Very nice. I mean, you have to you have to buy pants constantly. I feel like I would you say can wash also, them. You have yeah, one you pair can, of pee pants. I would I would I would if I was hiring, I would give them a uh, a surplus for new pants. I would yes, be like here's yes. fifteen dollars. Go to Old Navy because <laughs> the sales are going on. They really are cheap. Old Navy. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of fucking. It's like, are you giving this away, Old Navy? But the quality isn't necessarily always there. No, it there. is not. It no. is dipped. My brother-in-law is a retired homicide detective, and out of all of his stories. The bathtub corpse is the one that has stuck with me. Dang. One winter day, he was called to a second-story apartment for a dead body. As he approached the upstairs apartment, trickling water could be heard. Uh Uh-oh. He wondered why the officer who first responded didn't turn the running water off. Upon entering the bathroom, he saw a middle-aged man who had passed away in his tub at least a week prior. Oh. But probably more. Oh, man. His body had become so bloated that the water was overflowing onto the floor. That's probably what prompted the call. He described the bloated man's skin as almost translucent and said that the best description was that of the Mike Myers character of Fat Bastard. (laughs) They quickly determined that there was no foul play involved in his death. It was most likely a heart attack. It's now almost dark and freezing outside. So despite the overwhelming stench, my brother-in-law and another officer waited outside for the inside. So they waited inside for the coroner who was running late. Tired of waiting around, they decided to go get a body bag out of the car and help out the coroner by bagging the man themselves. They figured if they laid the bag next to the tub, they could quickly lift them up and out onto the bag. But that's not what happened. As they both lifted the body, the man's arm fell off at the shoulder. It didn't completely separate from the body, but the flesh just kind of disintegrated under the pressure of his hand lifting up under the deceased man's armpit, and the shoulder joint just kind of fell out. He described it as uh, pulling a drumstick out of a roasted turkey if the turkey was made of jello. Um, Then they said, oh, maybe we should wait. Yeah, have the the coroner do that. When the coroner came, his first words were, you try to move him, you've got to get the bag under him in the tub. You can't lift the body like this. And apparently this happens a lot. And he said he drove directly home after everything was wrapped up, a 30-minute drive in below freezing temperatures with the windows down. 
Upon driving home, he left the cruiser outside, window still down, took off all of his clothes in the garage and sprinted new to the shower, hoping he wouldn't bring the smell inside with him. His wife wound up throwing all of the clothes away and took his personal car to work the next day. Oh, my God. Yeah. He said that he he said as a listener, as as his nephew, he asked the question, what did it smell like? And he said, I'm going to tell you what you don't have the frame of reference for me to tell you what it smelled. I completely understand that. I I can't. I went to the tombs in uh, in uh, uh, beneath Chinatown in Manhattan. They've never been cleaned before. That smell was unbelievable. But everyone is still alive. Yes. A week in a tub. Woo. Just, I just want to live my life that even if I spend two days dead in a tub, one of someone will call me. You know what I mean? That someone will look for me, try to find me, be like, hey, where's Henry? Even if they're mad. You know what I mean? I hope that that's what happens. Yes, indeed. But then again, not a bad place to die. I will live my life as a man that will be noticed when he's dead because of all the screaming and maybe all the fires that will result of whatever it does in my last (laughs) final actions as a result, as some kind of revenge against the government or who the long list of people who have wronged me. I was thinking more, it was probably dabbing. You probably die well dabbing. It might. Start a fire to your couch. Laugh while I'm doing it. That's for certain. (laughs) That's how you'll know because whatever it is I do, what I hope it is is it's in some form of ice cream truck and you'll hear the like, oh no, sea level celebrity Henry Zabrowski. Because by then, I hope they get to see. That'd be great. Right they now, know. you're at Z. Oh. Z, A to Z. I put me at R. Oh, technically, we are uh, in our field. We are quite successful. But that's why I like to stay in my field. <laughs> yeah, stay right here, man. I'm happy like anybody pool. else. I don't want anyone else's life. I don't want your life. And then love the fact that. I don't need to execute this plan. I don't think within the next 10 years. Absolutely. Well, you're not allowed to. I'm not. Um, no, we're not allowed to die in the next 10 years. No one's no, allowed to die. And I'm continuing to move the goalpost on yep. that. 10 years from this day. From for this certain. day. Absolutely. Um, but right. guys, what a wonderful time. It's so good to be out in the monks of living. Absolutely. And we want to thank everyone for being so cool. Um, as you know, there's things going on outside of our control. So all of the protocols for COVID, the showing of the uh, ID and Vax card and stuff. Thank you all so much for being, being willing cool. to do that. Obviously, this is not a constitutional issue. There is no constitutional right to go see a live performance. This is just one of those things. Like it's like a it's like a ride. Sometimes you're not tall enough to ride. In this case, this is just like another. It's a regulation. It's and just when it comes a regulation. To, you just have to fucking so do your thank- shit. Get your stabby stab. Come out and see us. We got this shit yes. going. It's so exciting to be out and there, man. The audience has been fucking great. So sweet and thank you all so much for just being unbelievably pleasant as we're just trying to get through this shit and it was it was awesome we were talking to a security guard i forget in what venue and we're like our crowd's super cool man it's podcast live show comedy you know it's it's all good they're super awesome they're gonna look fucking scary but i promise you they're super sweet he's like yeah that's good man because corolla came through town and there was a massive fight in the crowd i was like yeah we don't really get the aggro and then another Jesus woman Christ. says she got a divorce from somebody because he called us soy boys oh yes <laughs> which is like term. physically i will destroy you but then also what does it even mean it's just something that we don't need to know we don't have to know it it's outside of us Oh, uh, anyway. Well, thank you all so much for supporting us this past mini tour, and we can't wait to see you on the road in uh, later September. We'll oh, so, be back out there. Here is a reminder. Go and talk to your local comic book store. If you're yes. interested in our comic book soul plumbers, go into, through the DC line, the new horror line. Go and talk to your local comic book and your local comic book store and ask them to order our book. That would be fucking sweet. It's um, so cool, guys. We I, met all of our cool, all of the family of Spring Hill Jack. Oh, they were awesome. They all came out and ran merch for us because 
the fucking merch guy for the our Columbus show had some kind of fucking meltdown or something, and he let he, <laughs> he let go all of our merch people for some reason, and Who so knows? we like had a, so they came in. Uh, the entire family, the extended family of Spring Hill Jack came out and oh. did merch for us. So remember, like when you buy our coffee and you buy coffee for from Spring Hill Jack, you are you are supporting a local business, a small a business. Family. It's five people that it do is. all of the shit. And to be honest, it, it means so much to them and it means so oh, much to us. So it really is amazing. They're uh, they're doing so well, overwhelmed, but in a positive way. So thank you all so much for um I don't know, just supporting supporting the extended LPN fam. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magusta license. Hail me, my motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah, not if you call him a motherfucker. So come over here. Come on. Come on. Sit on my knee. I, I like it. Come on. Hey, buddy. Hey. I love when you Listen end it to my all. Show. I love it when you end it all horned up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.